The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. In this episode, we're going to share with you the gift-giving system that we have developed to reduce the stress of gift-giving. You know, all the moving parts involved with you mail some, you don't mail some, some are perishable. Oh, boy. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Mm, mm-hmm. Do we want to do a shout out now or do we want to talk about that prank that kind of cracked us up about microwaving a turkey first? Well, why don't we do that and we then we'll do the shout out after. Okay. So, this happened while we were in the middle of recording stuff. We got these text messages from people we knew who were, what, the subject of pranks? They're trying to be, (laughs) they have kids who are trying to prank them. Right. Right. It's really weird what becomes viral. Yeah. So, there, there was apparently a prank going around where... People were told, hey, text your mom and ask her how to cook a turkey in the microwave. Text your mom and ask how long it takes to microwave a 25-pound turkey. (laughs) So silly, huh? And two of our friends got those texts. Here's one of them. We're going to read for you both of them. So here's one of them. And so this is the text our friend, friend sent to us. Just relaying, replaying the conversation she had with her daughter. So this is all our friends saying, speaking. So my daughter texted me saying she and friends are making turkey dinner. How do you microwave a 25-pound turkey because the oven is too small, but the micro is bigger? Do you see where this is going? (laughs) I told her, it's not April Fool's. She said... (laughs) She said, really, mom, even if it's defrosted and cut in half? And I said, it's not possible to find a 25-pound bird. Plus, it's going to be tough as hell. (laughs) And then a few hours later, my brother texted me asking me, hey, so my niece, his daughter, hey, so-and-so texted me asking how long to cook a micro, how, to, how long to microwave a turkey. About four or five hours, right? <laughs> My brother is asking me who doesn't cook. <laughs> and I told him, that's a joke because 
I was just texted by a friend. <laughs> so I knew in advance that, okay, that's a joke. She's trying to kid you. But here's what you have to know about Sienna's brother. He is a full-on, like, martial arts, totally tactical dude. Like, he trained his child in self-defense and martial arts and all that kind of stuff. So He's very practical. Yeah. So yeah. now listen to his response. <laughs> so he sent me a screenshot of their conversation. And so my niece says, I was thinking of microwaving a 25-pound turkey. How long do you think it'll take? And my brother's response, oh my gosh, that's so you. I'd advise against that, only due to the size. And you're talking to a dad who hasn't had any cooking experience for a while. How about I send you money to go buy a deep fried one? (laughs) Seriously, microwaving a turkey that huge equates to high risk, low gain. Stay tactical in all things. Confucius say. (laughs) That's great. Hmm. I wonder how many people got that prank. I don't know. But what's so hilarious are the curated responses in the BuzzFeed article where we saw this, uh, that this is actually, this has gone viral, which is so funny to me. Um, so yeah, Tos, why don't so you weird, read like what goes viral, like such stupid stuff, you know, I know but, but it's, it's funny. We yeah, get exactly to have a light that. moment. Yeah. So why don't you read them that really funny one you found? Okay. Well, and do you want to be the, do you want to be the, do you want to be the, oh. the child and I'll be the mom? All right. Okay. Here we go. Hey, how long do I cook a 25 pound turkey in the microwave? You don't. Is this a joke? No, no. I need it by tomorrow afternoon. How do I... You need to call me. I can't. I'm doing a group project. Just tell me fast. My microwave is 1,200 watts. You can't. It needs to be cooked in an oven. Why? A microwave is faster. It will dry out. It's a big no. I'm just going to put it in there for three hours. That's what the internet said to do. This is such a huge disappointment. You need to do it in an oven. I don't know what your effing rush is. This is ridiculous. You don't cook a turkey in the effing microwave. <laughs> it would be funnier if I swore, huh? I know. Okay, oh my this God. is a mom who swears. It's so hilarious. In text. Right on. High five, mom. Oh, my. But we want to keep this, this, uh, this podcast <sighs> clean, so. I don't think swearing is all that dirty, but whatever. I know, I know. Okay, so... But you know what I mean. That was a little bit of funnies for today. Okay. So now, a quick shout out. So we are still picking some very sweet comments left on the Soul Care survey. And we want to make sure because people took their time to insert comments. And so we have a comment here that says... I enjoy your podcast and easy banter very much. You encourage my light to come forward and be present in all situations. I am most grateful. Thank you. And thank you. That is so sweet. Thank you so much for leaving that note for us. And, you know, uh, just a reminder, if you have some time during this holiday season and you're just tripping through the podcasts and Apple iTunes and stuff, leave us a review. Yeah. Just hit the five stars, and then we might read your review on, on the podcast. And you might get a little present. Yeah. 
Okay, right. speaking of Are presents, we ready? let's yes. talk about how we do the gift giving. And Sienna is the expert on this. So well, she's going to guide us through. She is really good with organizing stuff. She's brilliant. She's a brilliant gift giver, I must say. And well, a gift wrapper. She actually did spend some time. You're going, well, she spent time uh, wrapping gifts professionally for, what was this for? It was for some big, like, high-profile magazine or something, right? No. A long time ago. No, it was not no? for magazines. What was it for? It was for corporate gifts at Bloomingdale's. But didn't they Century, walk you up Century to a City. room? Where yes. So on wrapped- my first, so I I love gift wrap and Look, I love that crinkling sound is bear wrapping gifts. <laughs> bear. So I love everything about gift giving, um, down to the wrapping and all of that stuff. And so. One of the first jobs I had when I moved out to California was at Bloomingdale's. When I saw seasonal gift wrapper, I was like, oh, my God, that's me all over it. So on the very You're first like, day, my beer. on the very first day of my job there, I reported to the little gift area and gift wrap area. And I was like, oh, my gosh, because it looked like craziness. There's wrap little wrap remnants all over the floor you don't have space to really wrap and i'm like oh my god what i get myself into thankfully someone dressed in like a fancy suit came and said are you in this department and i said yes i'm supposed to report here they said come with me and i was so lucky because i was pulled upstairs and for the whole holiday season i got to work by myself in a giant room that just was full of spacious tables. And I was told that all of these gifts were corporate gifts. So I would wrap. So back in the day, you know, there's like all kinds of talk shows and things like that. So talk show hosts would order like hundreds of a certain gift. And my job was to wrap all of it and to make it all look beautiful. So I would wrap Calvin Klein pajamas. I would wrap things like um, Baccarat crystal dishes, all kinds of things, just tons of them. And the uh, people in charge, right, I would come to work and I would see all the gifts laid out, all the same gifts and the wrapping and the bows. And there would be one gift there completely wrapped and I would have to match that. Mm, And every so often they would come up and just check the ribbons and check all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I got to say that was a pretty fun job. Yeah, that's a great gig, especially for an empath. I got to work by myself. Yes, I loved it. I loved it. You and I, I think you and I are both very, uh, we we do well on our own, <laughs> <laughs> away from people. Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> sitting in a room just talking into a microphone. Oh my goodness! Okay, so let me just say that there's a lot here, but we'll just kind of <laughs> swoop through. Let's just yeah, swoop on. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This is how Santa's yeah. workshop happens at the Sienna and Toast House. All right. Okay. So anything you want to say first? Nope. Okay. So for Toast and I, we have all of our family, almost all of our family, in Hawaii, spread across three different islands. And now that we've moved to Portland, 
we have a lot of friends in California mm-hmm. that we've given gifts to. So our task of gift giving or our joy of gift giving is is pretty overwhelming because we have a lot more now to mail. So we have this year decided to scale it back a little bit since all of our California people we're mailing them now. Postage you know, is a thing. Postage is a thing. And I will cover a little bit of that later. Um, so being organized through the process is the thing that will help you to enjoy the holidays and this wonderful gift giving um, ritual even more so. When you feel just organized and you're like, okay, I can do this. Right. Then you can focus on the joy part of it instead of the stress of it. Oh my gosh. And I think we're like probably a lot of people because we live in a very, our society's become very mobile over the Mm -hmm. past generation. So many Mm -hmm. people I think live uh, far away from, from their family or in the people move. And so, yeah, I think a lot of people are mailing gifts. So, so that's why. Okay, so one of the processes that I've already done, so this is something that if this resonates to you, then you, you might need to do this first. So I'm just giving a little quick backstory. So the first thing I do is, um, or that I have done, because I have everything now in a Google Sheet, so I don't need to keep doing it, because every year I was doing this crazy process. So the first thing you do is you write down all the people that you are planning to give a gift to. Then the next thing you do is you sort your list according to which recipients do I have to actually mail a gift to and which are going to be in-person giving. Um, So now you have two lists, the ones you mail to, the ones you give in person. Then the next thing you do is you start brainstorming the gifts you're going to be giving these people. And one of the things that I'll say is don't be, you know, start thinking maybe of standard gifts you can be known for, where the recipient really looks forward to that gift every year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not less of a gift, you know, it's actually really nice to give something to someone every year that they really enjoy. It's kind of nice to have a tradition. It is. That, so like, because that's what it is when it's predictable. Right. And we have gifts that, for example, uh, my family gives us that we know what it is and we look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your mom, your mom loves her cla- uh, her planner calendar. Right. That's what and we, we give, give that her every year. every year. We give her this. We know exactly which calendar yep. to give her. Yep. And she depends on us for that calendar. Yep. She will even say, can you send it already? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till Christmas. I'm a planner. Um, Toast parents also love the Trader Joe's pumpkin pancake mix. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain things and they like those things. So you can kind of take, a, you know, when people say, oh, my God, I love that. We enjoyed it so much. You can, you know, put a little star there or something like, okay, maybe that can be the thing that I give every year. It really helps, especially if they loved it. So the next thing you're going to do now that you have your two, your mailing and your in-person list is you're going to, as you're thinking of the gifts to give, think of your broad categories. So this is just on our end here. On our end here our categories are food. So what that means to us is Trader Joe's. 
since most of these food gifts are going to people in Hawaii and Hawaii doesn't have a Trader Joe's. So then we're putting TJ, TJ, TJ <laughs> next to the recipients that will get a food gift. Okay. And then mm-hmm. another broad category for us is gift cards. Now, okay, I know gift cards, people, some people feel like well, Sienna, not very thoughtful. Yeah, Sienna, you and some I have people, gone back and forth about this and discussed like, should we, like, should we give a, a gift card? card? feels so impersonal. You know, I think the point with the gift card is you have to know if the recipient if you think, would they love a gift card? Instead of either writing off gift cards altogether mm-hmm. or making your whole lift, list gift cards, you know, if you know, like, okay, you know what? 95% of my list would love a gift card. But there's that 5% that you feel like, ooh, you know what? I better put a little more, more effort, more thought into really securing something super special for them. Mm-hmm. Then you do that. Yeah. And that's a part, that's a part of the art of gift giving is knowing the person that you're giving to, because I personally am the type of person. You love a gift card. I appreciate a (laughs) gift card. Thank you. Yeah. So, but, but, but we also have friends who we know they would prefer that you pick something out for them. They would prefer that you pick something out. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So true. So again, go to the recipient who is getting the gift and think about them and what they would prefer. So, okay, so we have the gift card category of gifts. And then we also have, thankfully, Amazon. (laughs) Okay, we have the Amazon category, Mm -hmm. uh, which is I'm so grateful for. Okay, I know there's issues with Amazon, but I got to tell you right now. They save my life. So Amazon, that's a category. And then the last category we have is just other. And other basically means, let me think a little further into what I actually, what we actually want to give certain people. A lot of these might be um, mail ordered from very specific specialty stores, or they might be in-person gifts. So if we're going to go to the holiday gift fair, I have the list of the people under other Hmm. okay Okay. so our categories again food amazon gift cards or other that's for us personally you'll have your own um okay then now it's not over so now what you're gonna do is you're gonna sort by you're gonna do two sortings so hopefully you have put your list into a google sheet because this helped us so much because you can sort and sort and sort to your heart's content uh, versus rewriting which is what i was doing before which is crazy so first you're gonna sort your list according to okay your mailing list or your in-person list after you've done that sorting then you're gonna sort one more time according to the gift is it a food gift is it a gift card or Amazon or other, then you're going to do that sorting. And now you have this, these beautiful lists, right? Okay. Two, essentially two beautiful lists, mailing and in-person, right? Each sorted by store. Right. Right. Now, next thing you're going to do, you are only going to focus on your mailing list. Get that done. Because it needs to go in the mail. Yes. You need more lead time for that. Here's what I would say. 
Be okay with going to Trader Joe's twice for <laughs> gifts. I know you want to just do it all in one shopping trip, but be okay going twice. Take care. That's what worked for us anyway. Yes. Take care of the mailing list recipients first. Get that off your plate. Don't just go. Get it all oh, done. This in-person person, this in-person would love the pumpkin pancake. No, just focus on that because the whole thing with the holidays and why we get all crazy and stressed is just that is the overwhelm. So if you take it in little stages, smaller chunks, instead of I'm going Trader Joe's once and I'm going to buy all of these things. No, because when you get home, you have to sort all of those things. Then you have to wrap all of those things. So if you just take it in chunks, here's your Trader Joe's items. Stay it's focused. only for the mailing Stay people. Stay focused. Stay focused. Okay? <laughs> okay? So just be okay going twice. Then for the mailing people, you need to choose your mail by date. Okay, when are you getting these gifts out the door? And then reverse engineer it from there. So this year, the uh, Postal Service says to mail your gifts by 1220. I would do it earlier than that. Totally. Don't listen to what That's they the say. That's the last day. That's really close to me, okay? So, so I wouldn't do that. I would do like maybe the 17th. At least, yeah. You know, maybe a little earlier if you can. Um, and also, something to consider is... When you're mailing gifts, like Toast mentioned earlier, with the prices rising for postage, mm -hmm. you want to corral your gift thoughts to your packaging. <laughs> so is Size it going to fit? and weight matter. <laughs> so well, not necessarily, not so much the weight. I would say. Um, unless it's more than 70 pounds, which is the flat rate priority limit. Mm -hmm. But size, most definitely. Size, for sure. Size, for sure. So some of the things, like with a, with a basic flat rate envelope, it's 670, flat rate box, 720, bubble padded mailer, 725. So you can see, like, uh, that adds up if oh, you yeah. have a lot of recipients. Mm -hmm. Then the medium and large flat rate box is great for your food basket type gifts. Medium flat rate, 1365. Large is 1740. Um, so think of, okay, how am I fit. going to mail this? Right. So you want to make sure that when you set your budget, you budget in your postage as well. And that's kind of it. I mean, it's not it in this, but you're organized. Now you are organized. It. So you have your mailing list, you have it by store, by the type of gift. Mm -hmm. And then now your job is to put it into your calendar of when you're doing what. Mm -hmm. But at least it's organized in that way. And once you finish the process for the uh, mail out gifts, then you do the same old thing with your in person gifts. And. Here's a few other tidbits here. So ideally, if you are starting when you're listening to this podcast, I think it's going to be, what is it, the last week of November? This one's coming out? Yes. Okay. So if you're starting, it's okay. You can get it done. But ideally, like if you like organization and all of that stuff, or if you tend to, if you have a long list and you tend to get pretty overwhelmed and stressed like myself... 
Ideally, you want to start at least by July, from July. At least. Buying gifts in July? Yes. Yes. You want to try and do it early. Okay. 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 And another thing to consider is to sign up for something like Ebates. I know there's so many other ones now. Mm -hmm. I haven't. Uh, devoted time to look to see if there's something better. I'm fine with Ebates. But the great thing is if you sign up for something like that, they really do offer not only great discounts at certain stores throughout the year, but you get a rebate on your Mm -hmm. purchases. um, And that adds up Mm -hmm. as well. So the wonderful thing is as you receive your Ebate newsletters or your alerts on your phone, if you have the app, then you have a list to go to. And you can go, okay, who am I shopping for? What is this? Who likes this store? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me get their gift. Right, right. And the great thing with a Google Sheet using that is at the very top, you can have cells that have the year. So like 2018, 2019, you know, and just start putting it there. And then you can type in, if you bought the gift early, type in what it is. Mm-hmm. Because... I have made the mistake where I have bought presents early, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I didn't I get them? Did did I get them something? Okay, I don't. I, maybe not. And then I'm buying. Then I buy them another something. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Right. So an important thing is if you are going to be buying gifts early, to dedicate a section in the garage, a section in your closet, just dedicate a section for holiday gift giving. Put a post-it on it as soon as you get home. Put it in the closet. And this but also one put is it, going to Wendy. Like yes. that's what the post-it is for. Yes. To tell you, oh, who you got this for. Yes. Because you think you're going to remember. Right. And you might, but you might not. But put it in the Google Sheet too. So yeah. you don't think, oh, you know, then that person's done. Right. Because right? then when you're shopping and you see something that, oh, you know what? Ryan would really like that. Hmm, but you know what? Did I get Ryan a gift? Yeah, you can check we, on your Google Sheet on your phone and right. see, oh, yeah, you know what? We already right. got him something. Or, and if, oh, no. Okay, and if you it. are going to use a Google, Google Sheet, make sure that you put the app on your phone because right. then you have your list with you everywhere. Right. And you can do that. And I do a whole other thing for birthdays. So you can just really, I don't know, I'm so grateful for the Google Sheet. I got I to gotta tell you. Okay. So then another thing, another little helpful tip is to... Now, a lot of times, if you are, if someone is on your Christmas list, a lot of times you also give them a birthday gift. Right. 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 Okay. Right. So another Not always, idea, but, but sometimes yeah, yeah. there are people there that overlap. Crossover. There's some crossover there. Uh, so another idea is when you are shopping for that person's birthday gift, a lot of times you come across several ideas for them. You're like, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? One idea, if you know them well, okay, if you know them well, buy both and put that second gift on the Google Sheet for their Christmas present. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you're spending the energy really thinking about the person. What would they love? What what do I want to do for them? What would they, you know? And so you want to just, you know, that's that's one efficient way Mm -hmm. to do it. Right. But, and it also helps with 
the budgeting too. Yes, because not everything is happening November and December. Right. Right. So, um, but that's really only if you know them well, because then you are faced with the uh, return exchange policies and all of that stuff. Sure. Um, and another tip is, I know we mentioned perishables in the very, very, <laughs> at the very top of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just maybe don't do perishables <laughs> because that gets really tricky unless you have a really free and open schedule then absolutely do perishables. Or if that's the thing that lights you up, you love baking, you love, you know, doing those things, then by all means do it. But I got to tell you, there was one year where I, and this was, this was a pre-toast for me, I wanted to give people a pizza-making basket. Okay. All of that is perishable. Okay. So the only thing, and what the basket had in it was a beautiful jar of homemade pizza sauce with tons of herbs. I could do that ahead, but not so far ahead, Mm -hmm, right? right? They were all in cute jars. They all had cute little labels, but I had it in the fridge. The other things that were in the basket was a beautiful, sweet Maui onion, organic shredded cheese, and... um, English muffins. Oh, English muffin pizzas. English muffin pizzas. But why did that little, turn out um, bad for you? Pepperoni at the time. Because right now you're recommending against doing this sort of thing. So what? what's the horror yeah, story okay. that Well, the horror happened? story is that you would have to base like, okay, when am I seeing them? When am I seeing the recipient of this mm-hmm. pizza basket? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And only when I knew for certain I would see them, whether it was a holiday party, whether it was our own little dinner we're getting together and eating out, whatever it is. Or if they said, hey, I'm coming by, Mm -hmm. then you have to haul it. (laughs) You get your pizza sauce out of the fridge, but not too early because it's perishable. Then you go to the you do a special trip to the store to buy your English. Because your English muffins are perishable, too. There's a date. So you're basically saying you're buying the onion at the same time. It's a fun idea. But it's oh, a pain in the butt, is what you're, you're saying. You buying your cheese, it because wouldn't you love a pizza basket? It's I would. Them. I'm wanting to eat a pizza right now, <laughs> and it is fun. But what I would say is maybe just do one, unless you're a housewife in Orange County with nothing else to do. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Is there anything in that comment that might or, be, <laughs> okay. or maybe you can plan it? And say, hey, I'm throwing, you know, my holiday party is on December 15th. Yes, and if then people are coming like to your house with the gifts. Yes, then you could ah, do that. Yeah, then you could you do go. that. However, however, why that, that idea might be still flawed, okay, is flawed is a strong word. But if you're having your party, mm-hmm. your fridge is probably full. Mm. And... Mm-hmm. Your cheese, your shredded cheese, mm-hmm. your pizza sauce, mm-hmm. your little pepperoni things, mm-hmm. all of that still needs to be in the fridge. Yeah. So I don't know. So the only other scenario in which it might possibly work is if you decide to block out an entire day that you're going to drive around. You're driving around. Distributing yes. your pizza kits. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But in that case, just you don't know what the do... flaw in that is, is the pe- person needs to be home to accept it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. know, just don't do it. Yeah. Don't do that perishables. Was a good, that was a good okay. uh, 
suggestion, piece of advice. Just don't do it. Uh, now, for the cookie people, people who love to give cookies, mm-hmm. but they feel a little stressed doing it, so okay. close. Okay. What you can do, if you are willing to maybe compromise with the recipe, like say if you are like, no, I have to do this certain type of cookie, then too bad, I'm sorry, you're going to be stressed. But if you are open to shifting up your recipe a bit, you could do, there are certain types of cookie dough that you can freeze. So you can make your cookie dough in advance, roll it up, put it in the freezer, and then when you're ready to bake, like say, oh, I'm going to go, I'm seeing someone, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to see them. I want to give them a tin of uh, freshly baked cookies. Mm -hmm. You've already made the dough. It's in the freezer. You take it down a few hours in advance. Then you just slice that dough because you already have it in a nice compact round. Put your cute little decorations and colorful sprinkles Bake it, and you're done. So that's a quick way instead of like, okay, this is the week I bake. Hmm. (laughs) Baking a ton of things, packaging them cute. Mm -hmm. And then yet, if you want to do that because it brings you joy, wonderful. All right. Okay. So how all the different types of people do holidays. I know. How they're different ways. Okay. So I do have um, one last little bit here okay i get so excited about this um is it too long are we going too long no this is the last bit okay all right okay so another thing you might want to keep in mind and do early is to have extra gifts on hand and or hostess gifts on hand in your gift closet where all your gifts are with post-its on them you want to have hostess gifts and extra gifts. And, um, you know, one of the things that I would say for nice gifts would be to have maybe some um, of your favorite candles. Mm-hmm. And now here's something I'll say about candles. Candles are not overrated if you're giving them to a person that loves candles, okay? <laughs> you have to know the recipient because some people are sensitive to smells. Some people too, hate right? candles. So, so you, ha- okay. you just have to know your recipient. And the person that hates candles will say, oh my God, I have too many candles. <laughs> but if, you're, if you are a candle lover and you, can you never use have them, too many candles. You can never have. They are in your closet. And when you're done with one candle, you go to your candle closet and you're like, oh, look, which, what am I going to choose? So I just have to say that about candles. Okay. I'm a candle lover. I'm just saying that don't just cross candles off because you think they're been there, done that type of thing. But other things you can have on the side is like maybe a, um, a yummy baked item mix. So like Mm -hmm. a yummy... Mm -hmm farmer's market type brownie mix. Uh, That's a nice host gift Mm -hmm. to give. Um, But one of the things when you're thinking of your host gift is to make sure your your gift does not create work for the host. Particularly if you're you're giving this host gift at a, a big shindig type of party where the host is already burdened with hosting the party, right? 
That's what you're talking about, right? right? But that's that, yeah. And that's yeah. what a host gift is. It's for the host. They're hosting something. So yeah. they're already overworked yeah. or, you know what I mean? Like they, they well, have a lot of things to think a, of. There's a wide range of gathering so on one end it might be a really casual type of gathering where there's really not much work because we're all just going to meet at my house for pizza or something and that's one end but on the other end if it's a really big elaborate type of fest festivities for sure that then then yeah that there's there's a lot for sure that but i would okay but i do have to say that even for the pizza where it's the casual pizza thing Mm -hmm. i would say that there's still work because like the host there's still like, quote unquote, a lot of work in the sense that the host, you know, probably cleaned, you know, like did extra mm-hmm, cleaning. Mm-hmm. Did other, anyways, up to you guys. But <laughs> I would say that your gift should not create any more work for the host. So, for instance, if you were not asked to bring food to the party, do not bring a cooked dish to the party. Because that creates for the host, oh, okay, where am I going to put it on the table? Mm-hmm. Um, how does it go? Like, does this, they, they have gone to great lengths to think of the menu. And even if, and again, if it's a potluck though, yes, absolutely. You could bring an extra food gift, but if it's like a, a dinner that's being hosted, if you were not asked to bring a food gift, don't bring a food gift. Meant to be served that night. Meant to be served. You can bring a little food gift of, let's that say, night. Uh, like the separately wrapped stuff that, that you just tell them, oh, this is for you later. Like Absolutely. These are some, you this can is do a that. box of chocolates for you guys later. Yes. Right. You could even give that host a beautifully wrapped log of frozen cookie dough that they can just throw it in their freezer and you just say, here, this is for Sunday morning. You can bake some cookies and have coffee. You know, as a nice relaxing thing. But it's right? not Easy. for work for you to do tonight. Exactly. Yeah. And even, you know, unless it's family, unless you know the person really well, I also would, if you want to bring flowers, make sure your flowers are in a vase. They're already done. So that the host doesn't have to stop in the middle. Find a vase. Cut off the ends, find the vase, mm-hmm. and then ar- arrange the flowers when she might have something in the oven, or he might have something baking, or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just so much, but it's like, I'm already, we're no, already this over is time. No, this is good. You have, no, but I, like- I have, but I have a huge list. So I'm going to pick one more tidbit for host gifts, uh, instead of going through this whole list. And that would be, if you if your host has pets... A great thing is to give the pet a gift. It doesn't necessarily need to be used directly by the host. Mm-hmm. People love their pets. Mm-hmm. So think of their pet, you know, their pets and, yeah. and all of that. Um, so that would let, that can be my last host gift little idea. But what I will say, mm-hmm. okay, so now we've gone through all of that and... Something new that Toast and I are going to try. So this is a new tip uh, that you guys can try with us. Or maybe you already do this. So something that we used to do is whenever it's time for wrapping gifts, we do it. We have everything out at one time. And we have maybe two wrapping marathon events. (laughs) Right. But I got to say that that has not been working for me. Okay. Toast 
for the past 17 years, that has not been working for me. <laughs> and you're only telling me now. It's not been working. So I think because, like we said, I personally love to wrap a present. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you see all that you have to wrap, mm-hmm. and you're trying to do it in one sitting mm-hmm. for the mail out, and then another sitting for the in-person, mm-hmm. it... It takes the joy out of it, okay? Because I I start to rush it. I feel like, oh my god, there's so many more. I'm just on this one little one. So the thing we're going to try this year. Well, I'll say you don't even know, right? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going. I don't wow, think. Wow, I... is this what we're gonna do this year? Because <laughs> I feel like I can. I can. And I said we. What you're gonna say? I said okay. we. Yeah. Even though you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. What I would like to try this year yeah. is to wrap the present as soon as it's bought. Okay. So I know we've bought a lot of presents already, mm-hmm. so we will have to do some marathon wrapping. Mm-hmm. Yes. But for any other presents that are on this list, mostly the other mm-hmm. category, I would like to wrap it as soon as you bring it home. Because when you think about it, if you have your wrap station set up, that's the key. Yes, yeah, you don't want to keep having to keep hauling it out. That's right. Okay. So now, but if you do, if you do have to keep hauling it out, what I would suggest is buying an inexpensive, tall. Uh, what well, doesn't have to be totally tall, like a kitchen uh, trash can, but ideally that would be nice. That's where you keep all your rolls of paper. Okay. Then you want a either a Ziploc, you want to have all your gift tags in one Ziploc, you want to have all of your, um, and in it have several pens in there as well. You want to have all your ribbons organized, all of that. And if you have to haul it out each time, at least you're hauling out just the bag that has all the Ziploc bags of things in it. And anyways, you know what, we should cover wrapping on another episode. Yeah, we have another episode all about wrapping plans. Let's do that. All right. Um, but wait, I had a thought of so oh, okay. wait, but so so I want to try that. I want to try then then that is what is happening because when you think about it, that's when you're most excited about the gift. You just got it for someone. You're right. like, Oh my god, they're gonna love <laughs> they're gonna love right, right. that hand felted mouse singing carols <laughs> ornament. Mm-hmm. And you're excited about it. So if you just go to your wrap area, wrap it, so much more enjoyable Yes, than wrapping 25 things in a I see. Okay, okay. And then when it's time to pack up or to give it, Mm -hmm. it's right there beautifully wrapped. I think you're so right about it all depending on the efficiency of your space if you have the space to set up a wrap station that mm-hmm. will always be at the ready yeah that's great yeah you might not have that space right in which case it's more efficient to just batch right do do your wrapping in one batch the other thing uh, is you okay. also need the space to store your nicely wrapped gifts because yeah. wrapped gifts require more space right. than unwrapped gifts generally so I think it really has to do with um, the space setup and what mm. you're willing to tolerate in your living space, right? Like if you're going to ha- understand that, okay, you know what? This section of the dining room is going to look like this. No, until that will not work for me. 
I am just saying now. <laughs> okay. That will not work for but me. I think that's what it depends on. Okay. Whether you batch gifts, batch wrap or not. I mean, okay. So let me just, let me clarify. I'm not against the batch wrap. Okay. If the batch wrapping, if you have a lot of gifts and you are batch wrapping only in two chunks, that's too much. Okay. That's too much. Okay. Okay. Because it's overwhelming to batch. There's times when, when to batch and when not to batch. Mm-hmm. And if the batching is making you feel overwhelmed, then it's kind of going against what the purpose the of the batch. Yes. Yes. It's to be yes. more if, you know, and it might. Okay. But here's the thing with batching. So it might be more efficient, like you're saying, mm-hmm. but you still might feel overwhelmed. Right. So I would rather have not a pleasant be experience. Right. Yes. I get it. And I'd be less, I'm okay being less efficient, Mm -hmm. dragging out the tall rubbish can Mm -hmm. with the (laughs) rolls of paper (laughs) without rubbish in it. And the thing clean rubbish can, trash can. Anyways, I would like to try that this time. I love the philosophical approach of that because in in this decision to not batch things, you're making the decision based on the valuing of having a good experience yes, and being present and, right and that's the what present. the true value of of and meaning of the holidays is is to enjoy right yes instead of just going instead i of, gotta hurry yes let's just get this thing yes. over with so i can check it off the list because i have 500 cookies to bake right instead no. of just getting it over with That's you're saying no i want to have a good experience and yes. put some good energy into this gift that i'm wrapping and feel great about it and send it off with that kind of energy of love and light yes. and and expansiveness yes. here you go i love yes so, and and but, to say that in most cases mm-hmm. when you go and do a little shopping you're most likely not going to have just one gift at the end of that shopping trip to wrap. Mm -hmm. You'll probably have like five, Mm -hmm. you know, three to five, I would say, for the average shopping trip for the holidays. So you are batching in a way, but it's like a mini batch, right? Where you can Mm -hmm. still enjoy the process. Got it. Got it. All right. That was a fun, rambling conversation all about the geeky side of giving gifts. I know, but it's, it's... I thought it was helpful. I hope you guys feel it's helpful. Um, feel free to share your tips. I love yeah. tips that'll about gift-giving. That would be interesting and, to see if anybody leaves comments on that and, you know? and is like, no, I believe in batching. Okay. Batch it. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone. Good luck in your gift-giving. If you want to see our show notes with links to sign up for the emails and all of that, check it out. It's all in the show notes. And until next time, this is Sienna and this is Toast, telling you, love life, live free. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.